Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for tonight. What a blessing it is to be in your presence once again. We ask, O God, that your spirit will guide us into all truth. Teach us your will. We want to know your will. Thank you, Father. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I want to continue teaching on the mega church. Hallelujah. Somebody say the mega church. Oh, I didn't hear you say the mega church. When we say mega, what does it mean? It's what? Gargantuan. Big. Mega. Big. And I think last week we started talking about it. I said that Jesus said he is preparing unto himself what? A glorious church. Paul said husbands should love their wives just as Christ loved the church. And I was telling you last week that you must be people who love the church. Amen. Today somebody sent me a text message. He said he's in a group. They have come out of the church and they are they have formed a group. They are doing something, 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 something. You know, and so now the leader who took them out has left them. So I should advise him what they should do. I said, go to church. <laughs> He said, oh, but some people are called outside the church. I said, nobody is called outside the church. When Jesus said that, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. You are building something outside the church. Jesus is building the church. You are building outside the church. Nobody has been called. I said, brother, come out of that deception. It's a deception. And they will tell you that, oh, we are doing something. Oh, so, don't be serious in the church. You just do your own thing so that we can also have whatever. So, he said that group, all of them decided that they will not be serious in the church. We are. In fact, there's a, there's, a, there's a music group in town. These days, I don't even hear of them again. See, that's what happens. Anything that is not connected to the church doesn't last. Yeah. Today I don't hear of them again. They used to sing whatever they go around and apparently one of them was saying to us that they agreed among themselves that they will not be committed to anything in church so that they can do this thing and all that. There is nobody, especially the music industry, if the music thing is not connected to the church, and you don't have the covering of a pastor. 
It, it will survive. A lot of people, they've done things on their own. and They, they have not survived. If you see anybody whose music is surviving, person is connected to a church. Someone like Donnie McLeckin. Yeah, he's a pastor. He's in uh, Marvin Wynan's church. He's there. He's a member of the church. He's there. When he's, he's singing, he said, my, my, I want to introduce to you my pastor, my friend, my Marvin Wynans. That's his pastor. He's in that church. He goes to do things for Benny Hinn and all that, but he goes back to church on Sunday. But you have made yourself whatever. You, you are not connected to any church. You are called outside the church. That's what the Bible says. These be they who separate themselves. Sensual. Having not the spirit. Anybody who separates himself from the church. Separate. We are doing something on our own. We are doing. I don't find any scripture anywhere that supports the people who separate themselves. But the Bible says that. It says that we should not be like those who, who, who what? Forsake the assembling of ourselves together. There's no way in the Bible that gives you whatever to go away from the church. So when I hear some of these things, it would be better to hear my dog back than to hear such rubbish. So, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Hey! Christ loves the church. You are saying what? I don't even know. I won't even have time for you. But just in case there's somebody here who has that mind. Love the church. I said what? Love the church. Love the church with all your heart. I tell you, that's what Christ is loving on. Love the church. You will find that Christ will be happy with you. You love what he loves. Don't love something else. Don't love other things. Make the love of the church greater than any other. Yeah. 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 Love the church. Amen. So, we're saying that he's bringing to himself a glorious church. He's doing everything he can for the church. The input into the church, everything, the Holy Ghost, this, that. It's so that one day the church will be glorious. Hey, I, I see you being glorious one of these days. Because that's Christ's desire. That the church will be glorious. And you are part of the church. So you shall be glorious. I see you glorious in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. As people see you, you are working for God and you are doing the things of God, they can see something different about you. Yeah. It is wisdom to love the church, to be in the church, to work for the church, to have the covering of the church. Sometimes you find people dying and they don't even know where they belong. 
Oh yeah. Sometimes they go for funerals and they wonder that this person, who is really the pastor? Because this person is claiming to be the pastor. This one is claiming to be the pastor. This one is claiming. Where do you belong? Be at a place and give yourself to the place. Be committed. Be committed. Hallelujah. Now, last week, I was telling you what a glorious church is. And number one, we said it's what? It's a mega church. It's a big church. Yeah. People like big things. Glory means beauty. So when they see something big, they want to be a part of it. When they come to your bustle and look small, people are not interested. It's like, what is it that they are doing? When we were young, they used to call something Ubunkro. Do you know? Uh, <laughs> they have uh, milk things. Reverend Olasi, you look confused. People have milk things and this, then they make soup inside. Small cool pot or bunkro. You've done some before. Three stones together, you make something and you put a fire and then mubunkro. So sometimes the church that you are doing is like wubunkro, wubunkro. As the next one, is it a bunkro basel or is it a proper, it's a glorious basel? <laughs> Oh, from today, may you be delivered from a bunkro basel. I see you having a mega basel. I see you having a mega zone. We shall have a mega church. Yeah. Very big. The God we serve, he likes big things. He likes it big. What's the second meaning of a glorious church? It's a growing church. So which is the thing that sometimes you, you, you can look at the thing and see that the thing is not growing. You may be excited about something which is not whatever. And sometimes when we have a big thing like this, we can be making a mistake of thinking that it is growing. That is why numbers are very important. And that is why in this church, we don't joke with data. Because we can see from January to August, September, mm, the thing is going down. When we plot the graph, it's going down. There are some people, they look at the church with a wild business, so it's working. You know? And we may easily be looking at the people here and think that, oh, the people here today are more than last week or whatever. But if we count person for person, you find that mm, the thing is going down. That's why every day we count. We count everyone who has come to church. We count. We are very interested in that. We are very interested because we don't want to deceive ourselves. That's why we ask you to submit data. And some of you, when we say bring data, you will be there. We have to fight with you before you bring the data. Because you don't know what we are doing. You don't even understand it. But as you keep bringing your data and we study the thing, we can see that no, this parcel is not doing well. Maybe there's a problem with the, the, the shepherd. We have to find out. How will we know? We will never know if we are there thinking that your parcel is growing. 
the church is growing only to find out that the thing is stagnant, it's not growing. So a glorious church means a growing church. Yeah. Find out. Is it growing? Or is it not growing? Number three is what? Flourishing. Flourishing means what? It's what? In a healthy way, it's healthy, profitable, spreading, doing well. Hallelujah. So, not only are we supposed to grow, but we also have to spread. Yeah. You see, the, the, the Jerusalem church, the disciples, they, they were at one place. And the Bible says that, Acts chapter 8 verse 1, that persecution came to the church because they were at one place. They were enjoying that one place. It's like, it's very nice. We are all here together. One place. Nobody is going away. Then persecution came to the church. And the Bible says that, and they were scattered abroad. That's how come the church was spread. Otherwise, the church would have been at one place. You will not hear about the church. But they sat there with the church and they were sitting on it. But later as they moved out to Pamphylia and Phrygia and all these places, you found that the churches were doing well. Paul went to all these places and saw that there were churches. That is why we have zones, we have bustles all over the place. We could have just sat here at the Kodesh and said that, listen, we are okay, we are doing well here. We should be here. It's a deception. It's a deception. We are expecting that wherever you are, Akukofoto, Malam, Kokrobite, Bulemi, Mkwadaisusa, Fishpon, Tabora, Alaji, Kokompe, Ablekuma, Sharp Kev Osofodazi. All these places we must have buses there and reach the people there. If we don't spread, we will just be at one. Our former president some years back said something. He said, Anumen Tua. That, that, that's not how it is said, but the way he said it to it made sense that on tour, maybe it's not flying, it is at, at one place. Yes, so if we are not flourishing, we remain. Put your hands together for Jesus, hallelujah. So we said we must grow in four ways. What are the four ways? Number one is what. We must grow in numbers. We must be able to count. We must be able to count. We have, in this church, we, we believe in counting. We believe in it. Grow in numbers. We should be able to see two has become five. Five has become ten. And it's growing numbers. Number two, we must grow in what? In money. And some of you, you don't care. The offering that is coming, just say, uh, people bring anything at all. Two cities. No. 
and your offering every time is two cities. We wonder that. Ah, is it you who just put the two cities and you bring to us? Encourage the people to give. Encourage them to give. Give, give. You'll be blessed. And listen, believe God for your life to be an example. Yeah. Of somebody who has been blessed through giving. If you are here, you don't have that testimony yet. You, you, have, you, have, you haven't started the Christianity. Yeah. Every Christian must have that testimony of, I sowed a seed and the Lord blessed me. Because it's the word of God. It's more blessed to give than to receive. So if you are, you are not having it, then there's something wrong. Or you don't give. You don't pay tight. You don't give. And so you don't even know how to encourage people to do it. How come you don't have any testimony about tithes? How come you don't have any testimony about offerings? Why would you even want to continue giving? You would tell the people, We have done it. We are not seeing anything. And now when you are even giving, you don't give in faith. And I tell you, when you don't give in faith, don't expect to receive anything. Yeah. You hear Reverend Jesus say, Everybody come and take an everything, then go and take it. It's if I don't do it, they will say, So let me just go and take one. Eh? Don't leave here without an envelope, so let me take one. Eh? But I don't, know. I don't know what is going to happen with this envelope. That's how it will be for you. The third thing is what? The pastor or the shepherd must also be growing. You must be able to see whether you are growing or not. Are you growing in your word study? Are you growing in your relationship with God? Are you growing in your knowledge of God? Are you growing in your knowledge of the scriptures? Check it yourself. And some of you, when you look and be true to yourself, you can see that challenge. And Kuye, you are going down. No, how many know what I'm talking about? When you look at you, you see that no, I am not really mintumpum. And yes, sir. In my work with God, but you must flourish. Bible says the path of the just. Is it Proverbs 4 8? It's like the light that shines brighter and brighter. And brighter and brighter. Oh, I see you shining brighter and brighter. And then number four, you must grow. We must grow what? In the structures. We must be able to come up with structures that help us to grow. So when you hear that we are having some structures or we are doing something, just know that we are we are just working at becoming mega. And becoming glorious. Amen. Amen. Quickly tonight, just for a few minutes, I'm preaching from Bishop's book, Mega Church. I'm reading, I'm preaching from the chapter one. 25 reasons why you must have a mega church. That's so. Number one, you must desire to have a mega church because that is the most appropriate vision. And go for a pastor. 
Yeah. What vision do you have as a pastor? These days, you people have some vision, vision to become this vision. What, what, what vision are you having? And now when people are coming to ministry, it's like church is a place to make money or a place to whatever. So that's the vision that you have. That this church that I'm doing here, hmm, every day you are looking at the people. Hmm. What kind of vision is that? It is not an appropriate vision. When you are doing your work as a shepherd, what vision do you have? You must have the vision of a mega basel. That's the best vision to have. I'm telling you. Ask the next person, what vision do you have for your basel? Do you even have a vision? Because the Bible says that where there's no vision, <laughs> the people perish. So, number one, let's ask the question, do you even have a vision? It's like we are just doing some. They have called us to come and do basel. So, with you, we are doing something. We are just... You don't have a vision. And if you do, what vision do you have? Do you have a vision to have a bigger bustle? Do you have a vision for your people to do well? I have a vision to have a mega, oh mega church. I have a vision that we will not fit in here. Yeah. When we come for midweek service. I say, oh Lord, I see the place full. I see it overflowing. That's my vision. I have a vision that you will do well. Amen. And I see you doing well. Amen. Yeah. Every one of you will be mega. Because Amen. when the church is mega, the people too will be mega. Amen. I see you be mega. mega. Every one of you will build your house. Amen. Now there's nobody who builds the church and doesn't build his own house. You shall build. Bible says, and Solomon finished building the house of God, and then he finished building his own house. You shall build your own house. In the name of Jesus, build your own house. You shall build it. Hallelujah. Number two, and we're about to close. You must desire to have a mega church because the desire for a mega church will lead you on a journey that will make you grow your church or that will make your church grow. Yeah. You see, because you have a desire for something, it's like a young man, if you have a desire for certain things, it will lead you on a journey. A young lady who is coming up. You have a desire for money. It will lead you on a journey. A certain type of journey. You'll be moving with certain men because they have money. It's like even the person to marry, you have a certain vision. 
I want to marry a rich man. So when you see some of these guys who are coming and they shout in the church and it's like, <laughs> All you know how to do is to shout and scream in the church. And they don't look powerful. It's like there's nothing about them when they come to it. It's like this same shoe, this same sankpana. You know sankpana? They don't look flourishing. When they come every time, they are quoting scriptures, open to this, that. It's like such a brother, no? If you follow him, it will not be easy for you. But they like the people when they come, they are rolling their keys. Hi, baby. And when they talk, you can feel the Americano. They have gone and come. So, yeah. These are the people. It's a journey. You will see that you will be following these things. You will end up somewhere. You will not be happy. When God is bringing you a good man, you will not even see. In the same way, if you are a shepherd or you are a pastor, and your vision is not for a big church, it will lead you on a certain journey. But this is for a big church. You will find that you, 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 you desire things that will make your church grow. These are things you dream about. You think about, why don't we do it this way? Why don't we do this? Why don't we have some outreach? Well, the reason why you don't have any outreach because you don't have any vision for growth. So it doesn't occur to you. Ideas don't come to you as to what can be done. You, you will just be handicapped as you are there looking at your two sheep and you'll be quoting where two or three are gathered. There he is. Mega, mega, two or three. Eh? <laughs> they are there. They are there. <laughs> hey. Number three, we have to close here. Eh? You must have a mega church because the prophetic destiny of every church that the Lord builds is to have a greater end than the beginning. Oh yeah. Job 8-7. He said, Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should Greatly, it should. So this year, where two or three are gathered, no, it is not scriptural. We are okay when the beginning is two or three, but we are not okay that after two months, four months, five months, it is still the same. No. Even though your beginning is like, well, the beginning must be small. But we are not expecting your end to be small. Hey, some of you may be starting small. I am not expecting your end that it should be the same. You may be starting with two shirts and one trousers. But I'm not expecting your end 
Oh. Yeah. The God you serve, anything he is building, the end is always mega. Yeah. Anybody who knew you some years back should look at you today and see the work of God in your life. Oh, yeah. And I see you becoming more beautiful. But you must think the same way about your vessel. Think the same way about your sheep. Think the same way about the church. That we cannot remain small. If you think that way, you you are going to cripple the church. I want every one of you, if you had a small mentality... Take it out and put in a big one. God hates it when we have a small mentality. I I have the, it's okay. No. It's not okay. You must have a big, he said to the people in Isaiah 54, he said, enlarge your tent. Enlarge it. Why should we enlarge it? We need to. Because God is looking at something big. It should be that the Jesus Cathedral is too small. It should not be that we have filled the place so much that there's more space. No. The place must be small. When we see that it means that, yeah, we are actually fulfilling the will of God. Your house must become small for your basel. So that you... You tell some people, okay, we're going to have two services. First Basel meeting, second Basel meeting. It's a glorious Basel. Now I'm believing God that many of you will run more than four, I mean about four Basels. You are running it. Every day you have two services. Yeah, first service, second service. The first, second service people have come, they are waiting. <laughs> the first place people should hurry up and move so that. Hey! <laughs> it's a glorious bustle. And we are having the same thing in the service also. Oh, impact service is going to overflow. We will see people at the top there, all over the place. But we must change this small mentality thinking. Some people, when they give us, oh, they're here. Small. Small. Church mentality. If Bishop had the church mentality, by now we would not be here. Who would have been in the classroom? A colleague or no? Uh, Kolebu. He didn't want to have a church mentality. And God doesn't also want you to have a church mentality. You are not a church person. I said you are not a church person. You are a mega person. Yeah. Let people have something to say. Oh, you need to have a church. You need to have a church. 
Tell somebody who you need to Some of you, God wants to make you big, but you have made yourself small. It's like, this is how I want to be. Leave me here. The Bible says that open your mouth. May you have a big mentality. Number four, you must have a mega church because most pastors are deceived into thinking that the work is being done when it is not done. It's a deception. I don't want to be deceived to think that the work is being done. When certain people come to church without books and and pens, like my brother here, when some people are not even writing what is happening, Yeah. All you know how to do is to shout and scream. Are you a shepherd? Are you interested in what is happening? But how come you don't have notes? You see, Reverend Eric, the kind of people we have today, they are not interested. I mean, if one day you were also to teach this thing to your people, what are you going to say? Because I'm expecting that as we are teaching this thing that we must be mega, you two, you go to your people and say, Charlie, we must be mega here. But you don't even, you are not even interested in writing. Eh, my brother, how come you are not writing anything? No, don't put your hand on your head. It, it's, it's Look at this person. Stand, stand, stand. Stand, my brother. At least you have a notebook. Eh? You two stand. Where's the other guy? Stand. This brother too. Stand. Yeah. And I don't want to see you using a phone. You see, Listen, I am just wondering that as you are holding the thing you are typing, is it a text message? Or is it a WhatsApp that you are typing? I don't even know. The other day I heard somebody preaching. He said the reason why he doesn't like to use this type of phone for Bible and other things, because as you are going to check a scripture, then a message will come. So which one do you, you check the scripture you, you re, res, respond to the message? Yeah. Sometimes when you take your Bible and you are reading, there's no distraction from anywhere. But now when you take the Bible, WhatsApp is coming, text message is coming, Viber is coming, Twitter is coming, Instagram is coming. Yeah. And you find a lot of people when we take our Bible, instead of reading the Bible, then you'll be reading other things. Yeah. That's why you are quiet. Because you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
We better wake up, oh. We better wake up because what is happening is no good. Yeah. Weekday service is a teaching service. And listen, I am not going to accept it again that you come for weekday service without writing anything. No, no. Today is the last time. Today is the last time. Look at it. Look at this boy sitting here. Stan, young boy. How can you learn something and grow? My brother, hey, you stand. All these people, nobody is interested. Nobody. All these places. Pastor Gerardo, come and see. People sit down with their arms folded. Well, when they finish the service, you ask them, what did you learn? They cannot even say one thing. The church is getting spoiled. It's getting spoiled. It's getting spoiled. And pastors, we better be interested in our people. Maybe we should sit by zones so that you sit by your people, then you look at them and you can see those who are playing the buffoonery. And and it's a clear you see that it is reflecting in the kind of bustles that they have. Yeah. It is. Dancers. I hope you don't just come and shake your body, shake your body, shake your body. And you don't write notes. Yeah. May we be proper Christians, though. May we be proper Christians. There are more people, but I didn't want to embarrass some people. You see, Ogbolo people sitting there, they are all not having... We don't want to be deceived. Sit down. Jesus said the harvest truly is plenteous. Matthew 9, 37. But the laborers are few. Hmm. The devil will tell you, everything is okay. Everything is not okay. Everything is not okay. It's not okay at all. Our people don't know the word. We don't know the scriptures. We, we don't want God. We are not interested. Hmm. Number five, you must have a mega church because God's will is that his house may be filled. That's the will of God. Luke 14, 23. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. It wasn't that the party was not going to come on. The party was going to come on all right. But he doesn't want a party that is half full. Like what we have today. All the choristers who are supposed to be here are not here. When you don't have a mega church mentality, you don't care. Yeah. If you are the shepherd of such a group, you'll be very worried. Where are my people? Yeah. Chairs are empty. Seats are empty. 
that my house may be filled. That's the will of God. His will is for more people. His will is filled rooms. His will is overflowing churches. His will is the mega church. May we have a mega church. Number six. You must have a mega church because your harvest field is the world. Your harvest field is not just Kanishi. Our harvest field is not just Kanishi. Our harvest field is the world. Our harvest field is not just Kolegono. That's why we didn't stay in Kolegono. We moved. And now, all over the world, 3,000 churches. Almost 3,000 churches. And still counting. Because our harvest field is the world. Almost every continent, we have a church there. We have a church. And you will find out that people are the same. Not that you think that when I go to um, Chile, the people will not be... No, they are the same. They all have the same problems everybody has. That is why we must go to the world. Go ye therefore into all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the ends of the earth. Amen. And pastors, we must begin, we must do the lay school so. Because a certain studious kind of mentality is not in the church anymore. Nobody is interested in learning. Let's just come, yes. Make ourselves happy, shout and go. Hey. Yeah. If our, our, this thing is the world, then it means that the church must be big. How, how can you have the world in such a small place? <laughs> Number seven, you must have a mega church because the biblical example of churches had thousands of members. Thousands. Thousands. Hey, if the early church had 3,000 and 5,000 people, should these numbers not serve as a guiding post to us or for us? Should though. How come we are not interested in thousands? But we are interested in some hundred or tens. No. I said, Rick, there's something wrong with us. So. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that there are some people who are so zealous, they are the ones. No. Bible says that three thousand people were added to the church. When they, it means that when they went for the crusade, they went to do an castle, they invited a lot of people. Because if 3,000 people were saved at the crusade, then it means that the people who came were more than 3,000. Yeah. So when we go, we should not be in only happy to see just a few people have gathered. So then we have the, then 10 people give their lives to God. We are very excited. It's good, but it's not enough. There's more room. Especially when hell is enlarging itself to accommodate more room, we cannot be happy with just a few people. Hey. 
Number eight, you must have a mega church because having a, a, a large church means that more souls have been won for the kingdom or to the kingdom. That is clear, isn't it? Number nine, you must have a mega church because in a mega church, more workers and laborers are released to work for God. Is there anybody here you are not in any worker group in the church? Let me see by a show of hand. You are not in any worker group in the church. Hmm. Let me see Ashes. Ashes, can you stand? Keep standing. Choristers, can you stand? Both worship and... Teachers and follow-up, can you stand? Hmm. Aquaba, ladies, can you also stand? Ladies and gentlemen. My am with ladies, ladies, yeah, Aquaba, ladies. So it should be Aquaba ministry. Um, pardon reggae choir so like all the choirs should have just joined singing band reggae hymns choir by hymns I don't know I wonder whether we have some here it's supposed to flow through but I don't really anyway um, where butterflies Flesh of my flesh. Agape. Agape ministry. Are they there? There are many ministries in the church. LCBPI. Portis. maturity class teachers, but they are, I'm sure they are part of teachers and this thing. But anyway, if there's somebody like that who has not. Which one haven't we mentioned? Sound, instrumentalist, technical people, but they are all here. They are, they are. Pardon? Yeah, media people, they are all together. Okay. Oh. So, Pastor Gerardo, Reverend Wallace, Reverend Eric Bando, Pastor Eric, come and see all these people sitting down here. Ambassador Shepherds, they are not in any ministry. I'm looking for people. I mean, you may be a Ambassador but you must also do something in the church. Isn't it? All these people are not in any ministry in the church. All these people here, they are not in any ministry in the church. Mr. Sokro, you are not in any ministry. 
look at all these people. These are Bible students. Huh? You are not in any ministry in the church. What about you? What do you what, what minister in? Prayer. Since when did you join prayer? I called Porters, he didn't stand up. <laughs> eh? You pray on Thursdays. We people. Who is your pastor? Shepherd Edward. Is there a Shepherd Edward who knows this boy? In the porters. Eh? Pastor Seal. All these boys are just here. You didn't also bring your book. No book, pen, nothing. Hey. Wow. So why don't you do anything in the church? George. You have the body. You can be an usher easily. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My dear lady, pretty lady, nice smile. Why wouldn't you join Aquaba? You are visiting. Yeah. Here we work. Yeah, we work. When you don't do anything in the church, you will not enjoy the church. But when you are involved, you are doing something. You will begin to enjoy. When you come, you look forward to something in the church. Listen, every one of you, I want you to join something. Even my sister who is visiting. You can come and do something anytime you come. Pardon? No, when you come here, you can do something when you come. I would like to know you. After service, let me see you. And this sister here, very pretty. You are not in Aquaba. Do you know Aquaba ministry? You also visited. Hey, today, dear. We are going to meet all the visitors. Every one of you must join a worker group. Which worker group are you in? Reggae choir. Hey. Wow. Reggae people, they come and sit together. Beautiful. Okay. Be seated. It's a practical message I'm preaching on. Yeah. You just take yourself out of the message. More workers, but we don't see the workers. Number 10, you must have a mega church because through a mega church, are you there? More ministers of the gospel, full-time pastors and bishops are appointed. Yeah. When we have a mega church, we'll have more pastors. We have more uh, shepherds. We want to start more bustles. Yeah. So those of you who are around and not doing anything, you must do something. 
Number 11, you must have a mega church because in a mega church, more people are involved in prayer against the power of the prince of the air. We are. When we meet to pray, there's more power against the prince of the air. That's why we need a mega church. Because when we are together and we are praying, it is different. Yeah. Hallelujah. Number 12, you must have a mega church because a mega church generates large crowds. And large crowds create great expectation. Yeah. If you have never had a church that is full before, you will not understand what I'm saying. Or you are preaching in a church that is packed in another church that has a small group of people. You will not understand. <laughs> but when the people are a lot, the expectation is great. Yeah. When the people are small, the expectation is small. The atmosphere is not so charged. And it's not easy to preach in such an atmosphere. <laughs> Number 13, you must have a mega church because in a mega church, you will have a greater manifestation of miracles. Yeah. And listen, if you are doing a healing uh, ministry or healing service and you have a small crowd, how many people will be sick? You may easily think that your ministry is not powerful. But the thing is that, how many people will be sick in that small group? So if there are more people, the chances of having more people who are sick will be there. So if you are a pastor, you must desire that more people will be there. When you have a healing, it's not that you don't, you are anointed, you can heal, you can raise the dead. But the thing is that the small people who have, how many are dead? That's why in your zone you try to do certain things. See that ah, how can me? I don't have these testimonies in my zone that people are because the people are not that many. But very soon God is going to increase you. You are going to have many people. Number four, you must have a mega church because more evangelism is possible. More people can do evangelism. How many pastors you realize that sometimes you say you want to do an outreach, then the people that gather. No? Evangelism that you are doing, only three people, four people. Hey! One time I was in Amsterdam, we went, we said we we're going to do outreach. People should come so that we're going to, we were there praying for, waiting for the people. Oh. <laughs> Everyone had taken all the Bible. Only three people so came. We asked, we we're going to the place to go and do the outreach. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> we had to use patapa and everything to do the outreach because realize that if we don't, we will not be able to do it. You become discouraged. When you go and there are not people there, you'll be discouraged. Hmm. Number 15. You must have a mega church or mega basel or mega zone, whatever, put it there. Because a mega church has a larger and greater income. Yeah. That can be used for the work of God. Bible says in Acts chapter 4 that nobody lacked in the church. Neither was there any among them that lacked. 
For as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the prices of the things that were sold and laid them down at the apostles' feet. Yes. Shall we? <laughs> there will be people with lands. If there are more people in the church, there will be people with more land, people who own a fuel station. Is there anybody who owns a fuel station here? <laughs> because we are small. When we are big, you can find. I mean, when I travel, eh, sometimes I'm moving at the airport, I meet somebody. It's a lighthouse. You meet, you go here, this place is a lighthouse. Because it's a mega church. Air hostesses are in the mega church. Flight attendants are in the mega church. Pilots are in the mega church. Uh, cleaners are in the mega church. Uh, Plane owners. We, we have somebody in the church who owns a plane. Yeah, there's somebody in this church who owns a plane. Because it's a mega church. Oh, impact service is also going to be very mega. I see owners of planes here. No, some of you don't believe it. Too. I said, you shall be... I see builders of mansions here. I see owners of mega cars here. Yeah. It's a mega church. Wow. Number 16, you must have a mega church because special ministries will take care of special needs will develop. Auntie Philippa is part of a group Called remember the poor, but I don't know whether remember the poor is still is still functioning. Yes, we are. We have a monthly uh, health outreach for the various um, services. We are also taking care of uh, some students who cannot um, pay their school fees. You know, so we are we are st- we are working, cry. Wow. <laughs> And I believe it can be greater if we have more people in the church who are blessed, money, they want to support. Remember the post. Oh, let's give them. Recently, when we we're having um, what they call laugh feast, some people came together and they bought bags of rice. Bought this. See, Charlie, let's bless some people. Yeah, that's a mega church. I see you also having. Number 17, we need to close. Where are we? You must have a mega church because it shows that you have made full proof of your ministry. Yeah. When you haven't pushed the thing to a certain extent, you will not really see how big you can become. Push it. Push it. Pastor Eric, push it in the, in the uh, La Paz area. Push it. Yeah. When we arrive in heaven, may we not be surprised though that we could have done more than we did. Yeah. Because a lot of people are in heaven, they have regretted. They didn't do more. They could have done more. Tell somebody, let's push it. Number 18, you must have a mega church because in a mega church, there are more beloveds. Potential 
married couple. Yeah. There was a time a lady was in the church. He said, my type is not in the church. Bishop said, what do you mean your type is not in the church? Your type is in the church. But he said, when he looked, he saw that true. Her type was not in the church. But you see, when you have a mega church, all sorts of people are in the church. Oboro. Is it Oboro type of woman you want? Orobo. Orobo. There's Orobo. In the church. You want slim? There's slim. You want tall? You want thick tall? There are sisters like that in the church. Thick tall. You see, when they are coming, they carry some. And some brothers say, no, 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 You want a fair sister? They call them inside light. Because when they are there, they brighten the place where they are. There are fair colored ones in the system. Fair. Yeah. What type of sister do you want? When there's a mega church, they are there. That is why the Lord is giving us a mega church. And that is why we're building a mega church so that you can have a beloved. These days, a lot of people are going out of the church. When find, when we are having wedding, uh, uh, this person from Azozo Ministries is getting married to this person. Yeah. And you see that they are taking the people away. The thing that we want a mega church now, the people are being taken away. Oh, but from today, I see God giving us a mega church. I see your potential wife and your potential husband here. None of you will find somebody outside. You will find your own inside here. I said you shall find your own inside here. Yeah. You see people are walking in the church. How come I can't find somebody who is just like me? I see you finding your own. But it's not easy if a lady is a, is a director of a district. It's not easy to get go and marry somebody. There must be an equal director type of It's a time. Where's my this thing? Number twenty. Nineteen. Wow. You must have a mega church because in a mega church more marriages and more weddings take place. When was it that we had like seven weddings here? Last two weeks or so. There was one here. In fact, we had two here. The one in the morning had to finish so that the afternoon one could come. We had Yongicho uh, Chapel. We had Eddie Chapel. We had East Chapel, Eddie Chapel. Uh, we had where? Outside. Just said, we are overflowing. 
Overflowing word. I see you having your wedding. You, you'll be walking down the aisle here. I see. Now Ujinchia. 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 Then we shout to Dondo. Oh, do you believe it? Do you believe it? Your car will be waiting for you outside here. Don't do. I froze. And she asked all these. They had their weddings here. Sister Mavis, then they had their wedding here. Very powerful weddings. You two will have your wedding here. I see your wedding taking place in the name of Jesus. Anybody who has reached the stage for a wedding, receive the wedding presents and the wedding things you need. Receive it. And I'll be here to officiate it. I shall officiate your wedding. In the name of Jesus. church has weddings when there are no weddings it's no good I prophesy more weddings hey receive your own I prophesy more weddings taking place I see you as one of the people having your wedding in the name of Jesus I prophesy it I prophesy it somebody will find you you shall find somebody and you shall marry the person. Jesus. Oh, it's too nice. Oh. It's too nice. Mark it on the wall. Some of you, before this year ends, you shall find a beloved. Arrangements will begin. No, we, we would rather want you to have weddings rather than just being around with some brother in some corner somewhere. You shall not be somebody who is a born one, born two, born three. We refuse it in the name of Jesus. I see a nice wedding ring. A sister, a brother is giving you a diamond, diamond ring. Receive it in the name of Jesus. No, God also is happy when you are happy. God is, God is happy. That's why he wants us to have a mega church. So that everybody can find your type. Wow. I see you finding your time. I said, I see you finding your time. In the name of Jesus. It's too nice. It's too nice. Yeah. In the mega church, you will find what you are looking for. 
It is true. Number 20, you must have a mega chair because there are more contacts and connections. You will know somebody by all means. Who knows another person? Do you know that your blessing is just two people away from you? Yeah. Somebody knows somebody and knows another person. That's it. Yeah. That's how I met my wife. Somebody who knew her and through the person met the person. It's a mega church. Number 21, you must have a mega church because in a mega church there's always a large pool of employers who can help church members. A lot of people have been employed in the church by church members. Yeah. Number 22, you must have a mega church because all the different needs of the congregation can be met through the mega church. Whatever need it is, once you are in a mega church, it will be met. Number 23, you must have a mega church because a mega church is more likely to accomplish the 25% biblical quota. God says, when Jesus said the sower went out to sow, only one fell on good soil. The three now so at least one quarter of the world must be saved by us. How are we going to save one quarter of the world? How many people are in the world today? Seven billion. Seven billion. Seven billion people. Yeesh. One quarter of that is what? So let's say about two billion. We must win two billion people to heaven. Two billion is not small, though. As you are looking at it like that, no. Oh, not a small. As we are here in the Kodesha, we, we are not up to 10,000. Yeah. Before you get to 12,000, 14,000, 16,000, 20. Before you go to 25, 20. Then you go to 100. Then you go to 110, 120. Charlie? And you get 500, then you get to 1 million. Then you start from 1 million again. 1 million and 100,000. Before you go to 2 million. Then go. It's not a small thing. So, the way we are joking around. No? Mm-hmm. Number 24, you must have a mega church because a mega church is a force to reckon with. It becomes a nation within a nation. People become afraid of us. No. Why would the president want to come for our program we are having? Because he can see that the crowds have gathered at the Independence Square. Only the people in Accra. Look at the number of people. Then he himself said that when he has a meeting, he doesn't have this crowd. Yeah. So Charlie, you begin to fear the people. This man, when he calls for a meeting, look at the people who have gathered. They shall fear you. And number 25, you must have a mega church because the glory of the end time church will be greater than the glory of the early church. Glory means beauty. God wants our end to be beautiful. And you are going to be beautiful. Oh, your end will be great. Oh. I tell you, some of you, you, you don't know. The other day I was talking to some people and we started sharing some one or two testimonies. Then the Holy Ghost said to me in my ears, 
He said, you haven't seen anything yet. Wow. Tell somebody you haven't seen anything yet. Tell him, look at me carefully. I'm about to become glorious. I'm about to become more beautiful. Tell the person, watch me carefully. Watch me carefully. And tell him, you better know me now because very soon you may have to pass through my secretary before you come to me. Now some of you don't believe what I'm saying. Walk to three people. Tell them, Charlie, watch me carefully. I'm about to become glorious. I'm about to become great. Hey! Very soon I'll be giving you a lift home in my car. The glory of the latter house. I said the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. Oh, you'll be more beautiful and more glorious. You'll be greater than your parents. You will do greater work than what we have done. You'll be preaching to more people than we are preached to. You'll be having mega churches and mega buses that we have had. You will be raising more dead people. You will be doing more of the work of God. That shall be your story. I see you planting more churches than we are planted. You will look more glorious. I see greater glory. Greater glory. Greater glory. Greater glory. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over you. You shall be more glorious than you are now. Your end will be beautiful. The devil doesn't know what he is joking with. Because very soon you are about to do greater works. I see a greater glory upon you. Oh, don't look down on where you are. Because the Lord is taking you on a journey. I see people on a journey that the Lord is lifting up. You will be more beautiful than you are now. You'll be more glorious than you are now. I see more parcels. I see more people. I see your parcels looking glorious. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Oh, ladies, I see more beauty. More beauty from inside out. You haven't seen anything yet. You thought the Lord is finished with you. The Lord said, I should tell you, He's not finished with you yet. He's not finished with you yet. Our strength, thy grace, Lord. 
Your end will be the glory of the Lord. Your end will not be shame. Oh, Aswell. Oh, yes. Your end will not be disgrace. Your end will be glorious. Our end will be the glory. The glory, the glory, the glory, the glory, the glory. Lift up your voice and begin to prophesy a glorious church. A glorious church. Declare that God is giving us a glorious church. Lift up your voice and pray now. Pray now. Declare it. Declare it. Declare it. Our service is becoming more glorious. Our church is becoming more glorious. Oh yes. Our zone is becoming more glorious. Lift up your voice in prayer. Lift up your voice in prayer. Lift up your voice in prayer. Yes. Yes. Speak or send in the church. Speak or send in the church. Speak or send in your people, your soul. I see a glorious church. I see a glorious church. Yes, Lord. I see every church occupied with people. I see the services overflowing, overflowing, overflowing. In the name of Jesus, I see many people that have got it. Yes. 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 A glorious church. A glorious end. Speak concerning your life. Declare that your end will be more glorious than you are now. Speak concerning your life. Prophesy concerning your life. Pray. Declare. Greater times are ahead. Even though you are Oh, lift up your hands wherever you are. May the glory of God come upon you. May the glory of God envelop you. May you experience greater glory. Yes. Whatever is bringing shame into your life. Tonight we cancel it in the name of Jesus. Whatever shame is in your family. Jesus. Whatever shame is in your home. From tonight I declare it is over in the name of Jesus. Anything that connects you to shame. From tonight it is broken out of your life. Yes. I see glory. I see glory. Yes, Lord. I see glory. Yes, Lord. Don't look at your today. For your end will be more glorious. In the name of Jesus. Believe God that you are moving from one level of glory to the other. 
Yes. From glory to glory. From glory to glory. We are moving from glory to glory. Yes, yes. yes. I said we are moving from glory yes. to glory. Thank you, Father. We shall build a mega church. Your house will be filled. In the name of Jesus. We will not have empty chairs anymore. Yes. Every chair will be occupied. We bless you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Tonight, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you to church, but you're not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to love God and love the church. If you're here like that, you want to surrender your heart to Jesus, lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand above your head. And I'll pray with you. Today is a day of salvation. Don't wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow may be too late. Tonight, you have the opportunity. Lift up your right hand. Father, we bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, wherever you are, just come to the front. We're going to pray. Come to the front. Pray. From wherever you are, come to the front. We'll pray. Oh yes, angels are rejoicing. I surrender all. Hallelujah. God bless you, my brother. What's your name? George Amwa. God bless you, George. Today God has saved you. Lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. It's a sign of surrender. Just raise your hand. And let's pray. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will save you I will follow you. Jesus, you are mine. Say, Satan, from today, I will no longer follow you. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saving me. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030 Seven zero one zero four four four. That's zero three zero seven zero one zero four four four. God richly bless you.